Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I'm the moderator and host of this podcast. I'm excited to be with you guys this morning. Uh, If it's your first time listening, this podcast is geared toward helping my listeners to understand the person who God created them and to lean into your purpose that God has created you for. So my hope is to inspire people to think a little bit, to um, really lean into who they are, who God created them to be, and um, understand that the dreams that are in your heart are there for a purpose and uh, start taking steps towards achieving those um, because we're here for a reason and God made you the way you are for a reason and it's our job to answer that call and use the gifts that we've been given and uh, become the person that he created us to be. And through doing that, we are going to be happier. We're going to live fuller lives. We're going to, you know, fulfill our purpose because the more we start stepping toward who God intended us to be and the plan that God created us for, the more that we are going to get. So it's, it's a big faith filled journey um, that sometimes is very difficult, sometimes it's a little bit easier. Um, but I'm here just to continue to encourage and support you in your journey. And so I hope you're liking it. And if you um, are, um, you know, feel free to share the podcast with a friend who you also think might like listening or put it on um, a review on Apple Podcasts or give us a like, or um, just send me some feedback. I'd love to hear it. So so anyway, we are on episode 31, um, and today I want to talk about gifts. So I, I had this like really cool experience over the weekend where a friend of mine, who I haven't talked to really for years, I haven't even seen her. You know, we, we were really good friends when I lived in Arizona. We moved to Pittsburgh about six years ago. Um, we've kept in touch here and there, a few text messages, maybe one phone call or two, um, lots of Facebook, you know, looking at each other's stuff. Um, but as far as like keeping in touch, we haven't, uh, done a great job, but she's one of those friends that understands life and she's super busy and I'm super busy and we love each other and we could see each other tomorrow and have the same friendship that we had, you know, whenever I left Arizona. So anyway, I received a gift in the mail from her. Um, it was just a special gift, um, something that she knew since I met her, um, literally since the day I met her, she knew who my very favorite football player was. And um, he's uh, he's since not a football player anymore. He's retired and um, got inducted into the, the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. And she got an autographed um, pennant from the Hall of Fame um, as she was there for his induction. And uh, I got it in the mail yesterday. And it was such a special gift. Not because, yes, because of what it was makes it very cool, but because she thought of me um, and she could have been thinking of a thousand different people or a thousand different things. And she you know, kept it and she mailed it to me And um, I will cherish that gift, again, not because of what it is, but because who it came from. And every time I look at that, I'm going to think of that friend and just have a really warm spot in my heart. (laughs) That sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Um, And it started making me think about the gifts 
that we've received and given. And um, have you ever given a gift that the other person, the recipient of the gift that you've given, has just loved it and cherished it? Um, that you know, you know that like like me, I'm hanging that thing on my wall. I'm framing it, and I will think of her every time I look at it, and I will keep that forever. Um, you know, I'll never sell that. I'll never donate that. That is something that is special to me because of where it came from. And um, I will just cherish it forever. Have you ever given a gift like that to somebody? I just want you to think about that for a minute. And how did it make you feel when the recipient loved that gift so much um, that they would cherish it forever? That maybe if it's a a piece of clothing, you know, you see them wearing it, you know, as it, as the future goes, um, or if it's a tool or if it's something that they could use or something like this where you could hang on the wall and keep it. How does that make you feel to give that gift? It makes, I mean, I assume it makes me feel just so much joy to know that I was able to give somebody something that they're able to love and cherish. On the other hand, have you ever given a gift and you thought the person was going to love it, or you thought that it was like the perfect gift for this person, and you kind of get like a, oh, thanks response, or, um, you know, they're nice and happy, but you can tell, you can tell when you give a gift and people aren't like super excited about it. There's a big difference when you give um, gifts. My brother makes these amazing wooden bowls. He has a, um, oh, I forget what it's called. It's one of those circular things that you can like make bowls with. Um, I'm so lame. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, when he gives one of those to somebody, they light up. I mean, or his cutting boards. He makes these amazingly beautiful wooden cutting boards out of like different types of wood and they're just gorgeous. Um, and when he gives those to somebody, like it's, I love being there for it because just seeing the joy and people want to take pictures with him with the, the wood bowl or whatever it is. And, um, it just, it's just something that people can keep forever and love. Um, but I've also been there, you know, when people get a gift, that's kind of a dud and you watch it and it's kind of awkward and they're like not as excited about it and you don't feel as good. You feel kind of disappointed. Like, oh man, I went out and I picked this out for you. Um, or your kids is like the best, right? Like, especially, um, at the holidays, you know, they'll, they'll, you, you like spend all this money, you try to get them gifts that they really like, and then they open it and they're like, oh, that's not really what I wanted. Um, because they don't always know that those gifts come from you. So, um, they're a little more honest about it. Um, so we've seen that, right. And we felt that end of it too. So we felt where we've given a gift that somebody's really loved and we felt where we've given a gift that people haven't cherished, um, or, or, you know, don't use or don't like. And this made me started thinking about God and the gifts that he's given to us um, and how he must feel when he gives us a gift that we use and that we cherish and that we um, do great things with. And also how he must feel when he gives us a gift and we waste it or we don't appreciate it or we wish that he had given us something else. And it really made me start thinking about my gifts that God has given me. And I'd like you to start thinking about the gifts that God has given you because these range by so, I mean, God's given us everything we have, right? So we can look at it from a physical sense and say, well, he's given me, you know, um, money to pay my bills. He's given me a family and friends and people that surround me who are amazing. And that is one really important thing to look at. You know, I, I, started doing this, 
years, well, when I got married, really, it, it's, it, you look at your husband and that's the person that God chose for you to run through life with, to partner with. And it's easy to forget that he is a gift from God and that I need to cherish him at all times. I mean, if God gives you a gift, you cherish it. I mean, and you trust that gift. And so, you know, obviously our children are easy to cherish all the time, even when they're being naughty, because they're our kids and they're just awesome and there's so much love there. Um, But same thing, you know, cherish those people that God put in your life. He gave you them as a gift. And even if it's a lesson and not a blessing, it's still a gift from God and we need to cherish those relationships. I've had issues with that in the past where... I'm one of those people that it takes a really, really long time to frustrate me or to get me to say, okay, I've had enough. Um, But once I'm there, I'm like done with that person. So I just kind of like move on with my life and leave them where they are and separate ways. Um, And I've had a hard time in the past cherishing the relationships after we've parted ways. Um, But I've really started to like practice on that where like, you know, the ex-boyfriends or the friends that um, treated you poorly or, or that you grew apart from, like they're still really, really important parts of your life. And God put them in your life for a reason. And we should still cherish that, either that lesson or the blessings that came from the, those relationships. Um, so that's, that's one, one piece of the gift, right, that God gives us. But what I really want to talk about today are the gifts that God has given you to be you. So has God given you the gift of being a good communicator? Has God given you the gift of being a compassionate person? Has God given you the gift of being able to make other people feel special? Has he given you the gift of being really good with numbers? Has he given you a gift of, um, you know, being likable? Has he given you the gift of a talent, you know, are you a great musician? Are you talented at instruments? Are you a talented athlete? Um, Are you very gifted as far as intelligence goes? What are the gifts that God has given you? And how can we use them and make sure that God knows we cherish those gifts and that we're going to use them forever to honor God and to honor our purpose on earth? And it hit me kind of like a ton of bricks when I started exploring this, that there are quite a few gifts that God's given me that I've not appreciated. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, for years, I tried to get out of the insurance industry. I kind of fell into this um, about 16 years ago. I fell into the insurance industry And I did like my, I mean, I've always liked my jobs, but like (laughs) I wanted to do something cool (laughs) and let's face it, insurance is not cool. And so I tried to find jobs in other industries. I tried to, you know, switch positions. I constantly, probably for the first 10 years of my career was fighting what I was doing and not accepting that God gave me the gift of this career. He gave me the gift of being able to understand insurance. He gave me the gift of being a people person and a really good communicator so that I could explain things to people. 
Um, and he gave me many opportunities in this industry, which is an amazing industry, um, to grow and develop and learn. And it has led me now to owning my own business um, that I'm growing. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think I could have had a more enjoyable journey had I accepted that this was my path and that God gave me the gifts to do this well. Um, I've always been a very strong communicator, um, which is part of the reason I'm here podcasting today, Um, part of the reason that it's in my heart to write a book, part of the reason that, you know, I... I enjoy uh, leading groups and um, leading conversations and things like that because God made me a strong communicator. But I'm not going to lie, there's pieces of that that I don't like. I don't like that I'm an oversharer. I don't like that after I present or after I do a podcast or after I post something on Facebook that I wonder like, did I share too much? Is that going to come off great? Is, you know, there's there's things that I, you know, I have lots of doubts um, because of the way I communicate. Um, So accepting that, you know, God gave that to me and I need to refine that skill and I need to use it for him. Um, You know, it gives that gift a different, a different uh, feeling, just like being in insurance. Like I've accepted now that God wants me in the insurance industry. It's a great industry. It's, it's fabulous, but a lot of people don't like it. It doesn't have a great, like, ugh, insurance, like, ugh that's boring or I don't want it because it's something that I'm required to have or I don't get it because I've never had a claim and I I just don't think I need all this coverage or, you know, whatever it is that people don't like about it. And it's, it's honestly, I can tell you, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Um, but, but me fighting that for so long, I wonder, you know, if I hadn't, if I would have gotten here sooner. And um, so I want you guys to really think about where does God have you today? And what gifts has he given you that you might not be using? What gifts are you hiding from people? Um, I'll say my voice um, as far as like singing. I am very insecure in my singing voice, but I, I do sing. And I um, I wouldn't say I'm a bad singer, um, but I don't have a great voice. And I um, have even thought, you know, God, you gave me this gift, but why didn't you give me a gift like, I don't know, Lauren Daigle, <laughs> you know, or somebody who's like this amazing voice. But God gave them that gift for a reason. And he gave me my gift for a reason. And that's where, you know, even in sports, you know, as a kid, I, I always strive to be the best at whatever sport I was playing. And I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And I worked harder than most other athletes that I played with, even at the collegiate level. And I still wasn't as good as some of the girls who, you know, went partying all weekend and never practiced and didn't take care of their bodies. And um, it's so frustrating to me because I'm like, God, I'm working my hiney off here trying to be better. And here's this girl who I haven't seen at practice in two weeks shows up and just, you know, pitches faster than me and is, you know, has more movement on her ball or hits better than me or whatever it is, you know, why God, why didn't you give me that gift? I would have used it better, but that's not our place 
to say because God knows what he's doing and he gave us the gifts that we have in order for us to fulfill the purpose that he has for us. So I just want to encourage you to use the gifts that God has given to you and use them to serve him, use them to serve your life and see what happens. Um, You know, I've been stepping out in a bunch of different ways lately because I've been feeling different tugs from God to do things, even things that I don't feel like I'm gifted at because I feel like if God is tugging me to do this, even though I'm doubting that I'm equipped, which I know I shouldn't be because God has already equipped me for whatever he's called me to do, um, but I'm, I'm finding myself being okay stepping into things lately because I know that I'm equipped. I know that God has given me the gifts that I need in order to do what he's called me to do. And that's what I need you guys to believe and really think on and pray on is God, I know you've given me these gifts. I am grateful for these gifts. I cherish these gifts. And I am comfortable with the gifts that you've given to me. And I'm not going to compare them to the gifts that you've given to other people because the other people's purpose is different than yours. Just because, you know, I'm never going to be a professional singer (laughs) doesn't mean that I can't sing in the praise band at my church and touch people and move people closer to Christ through that. That's God's plan for me. His plan for me wasn't to be a professional singer, and that's okay. God chose me to be a professional insurance agent, (laughs) which, right, not the coolest thing, but I am embracing this because I know that I can make an impact doing the work that God gave me to do because God knows my end game, and I don't. God knows what my agency is going to turn into and how I'm going to grow it and who I'm going to be able to touch and who I'm going to be able to draw closer to him through my work as an insurance agent, my work as a podcaster, you know, the the book that he's put on my heart. He already knows what the end game is and I don't. So I need to be comfortable and you need to be comfortable knowing that you are exactly where you're supposed to be filled with the gifts that God gave you specifically for your plan in order to fulfill his purpose for you. And you have a purpose. And I guarantee it is far bigger and far better and far cooler than you could ever imagine, even if he chose you to be an insurance agent. Um, or maybe some other profession that's not so cool. Um, I don't know what that would be, <laughs> but um, but I just I think it's really important that we accept the gifts that God's given to us. We cherish the gifts that God's given to us, and how happy that must make Him when He sees us using a gift that He gave us, and He sees us cherishing a gift that He gave us, and how disappointed He must feel when he sees us wasting a gift that he gave us because we don't think it's good enough or we don't think that it's the right gift or we see somebody else's gift and think their gift is cooler or better than ours. We need to stop trying to be other people. We need to stop trying to um, fight 
what God has given to us and we need to start embracing it. You guys are going to be so much happier when you can realize who God created you to be is you. He didn't create you to be somebody else and he created you to be amazing. He created you to do amazing things with the gifts that he's given you. So I have a couple Bible verses um, and I wanted to just put put that in there. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. God is the same as he has always been. And when he gives you a gift, it, it's, it's the gift that you're supposed to have. Um, so whatever talents you have, whatever skills you have, they're gifts that you're supposed to have, and we need to start using those for people. If your gift is making people feel special, but you feel shy giving people compliments, you need to get past that. You need to start making people feel special. If your gift is um, that you have a great gift for empathy and you're able to understand how other people are feeling, but you're too shy to reach out and, and ask them if something's wrong or provide an ear for them because you feel like they're not going to accept that from you. We need to start stepping out, you guys. We need to start stepping out and using our gifts to do the things that God has called us to do. Um, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. So this goes back to your career or your industry or whatever God called you to do. Be skilled in that. I mean, I fought, like I said, I fought being in insurance for a long time until I embraced it and decided I'm going to learn as much as I can about this industry. I'm going to learn as much as I can about the different carriers. I'm going to, you know, I read the insurance journal on the weekends. Like that's that's my cool, fun reading time um, because I'm going to be the best at what God called me to do. And you should too. Um, I'm not saying don't pursue other things if you're not happy in your work. Um, definitely always challenge yourself and always move to grow and change and shift and become better. Um, but if that shifting continues to bring you back into the same place, I mean, I held different positions in this industry, um, for my career. I've been a sales manager. I've been a territory leader. I have worked with underwriting very closely. I've worked, um, on the carrier side and then I've managed large agencies. Um, and I've finally found my seat I like working with people better than I like working with insurance agents. As a sales manager, it is just a grueling, uh, I don't know, it's 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 tough gig working with the agents, but working with people, helping people, um, the consumer, not that agents aren't people, but um, working with the consumer is something that I really, really love. So, so anyway, find your gift within where you are um, and do the best you can. And when it's time to shift, when it's time to change, when God has a different plan for you, he's going to show it to you uh, and you can move um, right in it. So 1 Corinthians 12, 5 and 6, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but all of them and everyone it is the same God at work. So in every kind of work, um, it's all the same God who is putting the gifts into each person. So um, so then I like Peter um, 410 to you. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time reading this morning. I need to have some coffee. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. 
If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So you guys, whatever you're doing, whatever gift you're using, do it to the glory of God. Um, He gave you those gifts to cherish, to use. So do some exploring. Start thinking about what gifts God's given you that you've been using well and celebrate that. Um, And then think about the gifts that God has given you that you haven't been cherishing, um, that you've kind of tucked away because you're afraid to let them out (laughs) because you're afraid what people will think or that doubt or that imposter syndrome or whatever it is that's coming in and blocking you from using a gift that you've tucked away. Um, Take some steps, you know, start using that gift, start putting it to work and see what happens. Um, I think you might be surprised and it might excite you and re-motivate you and re-energize you when you start bringing out those gifts that you've tucked away because of your fear or your doubt or your insecurity. And when those things do pop up, remind yourself that is not God. That is the evil one who wants you to not use your gift because the devil doesn't want us to use our gifts. The devil wants us to feel insecure. He wants us to have those doubts. He wants us to hold back. Um, and God doesn't. God wants us to let it go. He wants us to you know, be big and do the things that he's given us to do. I'm just going to end today um, with, well, obviously we'll end with Joshua 1.9, but I want to I read one more thing um, that I just absolutely love. It's a quote um, from Marianne Williamson, and it's one of my favorite things that I've ever read. So I'm going to read this to you slowly. Um, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So I love this so much. especially the part that says your playing small does not serve the world. And it is so true, you guys, when you start stepping out, when you start using God's gifts, when you start using your gifts, your talents, your, your love, your, your energy to impact the world, you're going to impact others and other people are going to see you doing it. And they're not going to think like, oh, who does she think she is? Or who does he think he is like out here using his gifts? They're going to say, whoa, That person is stepping out in faith and I want to step out in faith. And they're going to start thinking about their gifts and how they can use their gifts to change the world. So I don't want you to ask yourself, who are you to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? I want you to ask yourself, who am I not to be? You are a child of God. 
Your playing small does not serve the world. I love that, you guys. So go into the week this week thinking about your gifts, thinking about how you may have been shrinking in the past, how you may have been put making yourself smaller because you're afraid of making other people uncomfortable. And I want you to start thinking about what you can be doing, what gifts you can be using to brighten up this world, to inspire others, but also to bring yourself closer to God. Because when we start using the gifts that God gave us, we automatically start getting closer to God. We start seeking his counsel and we start expecting to see him in our works. When I was fighting being in insurance, when I was just looking for other jobs, I was spending my time looking for something else and not focusing on where I was. Had I focused on where I was, I might have been able to see God more clearly and I might have been able to do a better job for him during that time. Now that I've embraced it, now that I am becoming more and more comfortable with a person that God made me to be, and I'm starting to use the gifts that God's given me, um, I expect to see him every day. I expect to see him in conversations that I have. I expect the tugs on my heart um, to take action on different things. Um, and it's I'm just much more present in being who I am, and I'm much more connected to God. And so as you start doing this, he's going to pull you closer and you're going to become like this magnet for people and things to happen. And um, you're going to start to see the impact that you're making on the people around you. And you're going to also start to see how God can make a bigger impact on you. So that's what I got for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I look forward to talking to you next week. I'm going to wrap it up right now with uh, Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.